If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. But let me explain. It is free, people. They have creative tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, which will make your life a lot easier. And this way it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other apps that play podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm online to get started and you can thank me later. Hello and welcome to our world with your hosts, Ned Boy and Doc. Ned, how are you today, my friend? It's been a good week since the last show. How's everything with you? Pretty good, pretty good, man. I ain't got no complaints. Pretty hot down here. Yeah, we got some summer weather right now, too. Yeah, yeah, we talking 91. We had bad storms for like three days, man. We went from a drought to overflow. I'm talking flooding. Bad flooding, but and that's over now, man. Have you yeah. been uh, keeping up? Have you been watching any of the ball games this week? Yeah, I've been watching all the games except for the Bulls, of course. Oh wow, your boys! Yeah, they stink. I don't. Uh, I, without Rondo, they stink. So you avoid them purposely? Yep. Unless Rondo's coming back, which he playing. He he said he could play, but. It's up to the coach. If he don't play next game, I'm not watching. Okay, well, they actually said that um, he's not going to play. Oh, so then may no, be no need to watch him because, uh, like I said before on the show, the other point guards suck. Yeah. So we're, right now we have uh, one, two, three, four, five of the series are done, which is Cleveland swept, Golden State swept, which is not a surprise. Yeah. The Rockets won 4-1 against OKC. My Spurs came through last night. Fucking Tony Parker has turned back the hands of time for the last couple of games. Yeah. <laughs> the Raptors I think Leonard won. dropped 56 last night, something like that? Who? Did Leonard have like 56 points? No, no, no. I think Leonard had 27 and Parker had 27. Oh, okay. LaMarcus had 17, but it was a bad 17, man. This guy is just not balling at a high level. Maybe it's because of the big bodies. I don't know. He's he's playing against other big bodies, and it's really yeah. giving him an issue. The Rockets should not be as big a problem. First of all, they don't play that good a defense, so they don't have that big of bodies. Yeah, and they just the, want to run and gun. Yeah. And the Raptors finished off the Bucks last night. Um, yeah, that's shocking. I thought the Bucks would be able to take the Raptors out. I think this is going to be the last time that we see the Bucks actually get bumped in the first round in a long time. All right. I, I, I got faith that that team is going to be all right. So now it's going to be Cleveland and the Raptors. I got no faith in the Raptors at all. No, Cleveland, easy. And the Spurs and the Rockets. And I'm hoping 
these are not 125, 120 games. But I do expect the Spurs to beat the Rockets. You know, with the Spurs defense, I don't think they should be giving up 120. If they give up 120 points, I don't think they win it. Yeah. Now, the defense kick in. I don't think you can give the Rockets 120. Yeah. You know what? It, it's all going to depend on, first of all, if the Rockets are going to be in the game, if they are shooting good threes that night. But the Spurs are a very good three-point shooting team, too. Yeah. Now, we got three games tonight. Washington, Atlanta. Washington can close them out. I think Washington closes them out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I thought the, I thought the series might go seven, but I don't know. Washington, if if they're too, if their backcourt don't play, if their backcourt plays well, and no one else plays well, then they probably would lose. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm iffy. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I wouldn't bet on Washington. I have no faith in Washington. Yeah. Because Wall has a good game, but that kid Schroeder, he keeps fucking with. He's been having good games too. Yep. Then we got L.A. and uh, the Jazz. I got Utah yeah. winning this series, so I don't give yeah, a damn Griffin if it's six or seven. Griffin screwed them up, so. And you know what? I don't know. This The Celtics-Bulls is so iffy. If this game is in Chicago, the Bulls could win. You know, it's Wade, Wade can't seem to play two good games, like, within a two-day period. So if he got three nights off or two nights off, maybe he could come through and, and give Jimmy some help. Yeah, if they lose in Chicago, well, they haven't won in Chicago yet. So if they lose in Chicago again, then they deserve to lose. So they can't let them get an early lead on them. I'm like, it's Rondo's dumb. Fucking coach, just let him play. If he say he can play, let him play. Yeah, you know what? Especially, now he, you don't rely, nobody relies on Rondo to shoot. He's not yeah, that he's guy. Yeah, just going to pass the ball. Yeah, he's going to make decisions. And if he gets a chance, he's a pretty good rebounder for a point guard, so. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I let him play the game with the fracture because he played that whole game. So if he said he could play, let him play. So we're going to ask this question. Did Russell Westbrook come off? Well, we gotta, we just got to make this a two-parter because not only maybe Russell Westbrook is looking like a little bit of a sore loser, but that fucking coach of the Bulls, he's bitchy too. Hyberg, oh, or Holberg. Yeah, yeah, but he's a college coach. I don't know. That need that guy needs to go. He doesn't seem to know how to handle himself pretty well when it comes to the media. He acts like a baby. Yeah, he he needs to go. No one likes him. Walking no one out likes of him press conferences. Now the guy uh, Isaiah Thomas is uh he carries the ball, but like Barkley said, you ain't say none of that when you guys won the first two games. Yeah, and now he's looking for some kind of scapegoat. Now. I don't really find Russell to be too much of a sore loser. Um, I don't. I didn't see him really. Maybe I missed the interviews where he was playing the blame game, but I didn't really hear him play the blame game against uh, Houston. So I can't say he's a sore loser. Well, I think what it was for Russell was after they lost lost that game, it was no sportsmanship. He just got out of there. He just left the court, and I felt like people got on LeBron when he did that years ago when he lost. I think when he lost in the finals, and he didn't like. Uh, show the sportsmanship and give fives to the other teams, and he just stormed off the court. And that's kind of what Russell Westbrook did. And then in the press conference, 
he was he said something about Beverly was talking about he's a first team defense, but he's like, well, I have forty points, so how could you be first team defense? And Beverly was like, well, you shot thirty times, so you should have forty points. <laughs> you know what? What's Beverly? Patrick Beverly? I would I could see him being a spur. I like that guy. I like that guy a lot. I like the way he plays ball. Yeah. But I love the way Russell plays ball. And you want to know something? I am not a big fan of kissy, huggy, your opponents. Fuck oh, your yeah, opponents, man. You know what? I hate fighters who, at the end of a fight, six months of a buildup, y'all talk shit about each other. Then you'll beat each other bloody. And then at the end of the fight, the first thing you do is you hug like long lost lovers. Fuck that, man. Your opponent, your opponent. Then With nobody. Can like you. Mike Tyson did. You know, stand over them with your crotch, man, and and walk over their face. I'm tired of – so I'm not big on that that kissy-huggy your opponent thing. I don't come from that school of thought. You know, I remember when – you might not have seen these battles, but I remember when Boston used to play the Lakers. Those teams hated each other. There was never no high five or congratulations at the end of those games ever. You know, Detroit Pistons didn't do that shit to the Chicago Bulls. They treated them like bitches. Yeah, yeah. Now, I feel like once the Bulls won and the Detroit – oh, no, I know what happened. Detroit left before the game was over. Yeah. They, they that, started walking out like a minute left in the game. Matter of fact, we're getting ready to talk about one of the leaders of that team, Isaiah Thomas. Oh, yeah. And Because – Okay, so the news comes out this week that his, his son, Zeke, well, Pop Zeke, and I guess he's Zeke Jr., he said he was raped twice in his life, once as a child. I understand that. Nothing in the world you could do as a child to protect yourself probably against an adult, probably even yeah. a trusted adult. But I am really thrown off by the fact that he said at the age of 27 years old he was raped. And yeah, we're not talking app. about a prisoner. How, what kind of position would you be in where you could get raped by another male? I mean, I know that shit happens in society, but it's not like something I hear often. Yeah, that, that, that's crazy. And it was off the, he was meeting someone off the app Grinder. Oh, okay. So, I so Grinder was a gay app. Is he gay? Yes, obviously. So, yeah, I think his son oh. is gay. Oh, oh okay. so, so he put himself in a position where he's out on a date or such and such, and the, uh, you know he says no, the other guy says hell yes. Yeah, he and, said we chatted on Grinder, and I had invited him to come by my studio since he was a singer. Nothing against Grinder. I've met great people on Grinder. I've had sex with great people on Grinder. I can't blame the app. But you don't know shit about people you meet on it. Yeah, I mean, I thought, I thought we had got to the point as a society that we were kind of leaving. See, I, I'm so out of touch with this one anymore because it's just like the killing field. What's that other social media place where people just go Craigslist? Craigslist. You know, it's like you don't hook up privately with people from Craigslist. No. I you sold know. a lot of shit on Craigslist, and I bought a lot of stuff off Craigslist. But nine times out of ten, we always meet in a neutral ground. I'm not going to say, hey, come to my house and let me in. I had someone 
that I purchased something, and it was this white lady. She was young, so she had to be like in her 20s. And she just like let me in her house to make sure that the it was a Nintendo Wii worked. And I was like, you gonna let a six one black guy just walk in your house? That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I've I've, I've definitely used Craigslist back in the days. I brought golf clubs. I sold weights. I sold a weight bench. I mean, so I've had some stuff, but I always made sure it was some. You know, you're not you're not welcome as a stranger into my premise. Yeah. And I really don't want to be behind your door as a stranger because next thing you know, I'm fucking tied to a radiator for 14 years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to be trapped to your radiator for the next 14 years. I have a friend there. Well, he always go buys things off Craigslist, and he says, I always go with nothing on me, no cash, nothing. And I go check out the item, and then I come back and buy it. Yeah, I mean, you know, so... Okay, so at least now I have a backstory to what happened. And I can understand. He put himself in a position where he got taken advantage of. But, I mean, you know, yeah. 27 years old, man, you got to be you got to be using your noodle a little bit better, you know? Yeah. Do you watch Do you watch the NFL draft? Um, I didn't have a chance to watch it. Well, we had an outing, but I, I, I know a lot of what happened. Okay, the reason I ask is I – do not watch a second of the NFL draft. To me, oh, I find it entertaining. You know what? I watch the NBA draft because I like that because they show good highlights of the kids. But this NFL draft from one to thirty-two, and it always happens during playoff basketball. There's no way I'm turning off a playoff basketball game oh, yeah. to watch some maybes. Who every <laughs> kid they describe as. Great, game-changing, and uh, franchise-changing. There's never anybody in the draft that go, well, I don't know about that pick. Every one of them, <laughs> they give a thumbs up to. So fuck those experts. But I liked it, uh, the year with Johnny Manziel was in the draft because uh, his like stock was dropping and his facial expressions until he got picked was look, looked like he was a little pissed off. Yeah, so, so I, you know, I, I just can't stand it. The same four guys, Mel Kiefer and this other guy, and it, every kid is the fucking greatest at his position. And I go, okay, this DB got drafted number three. Right? He got drafted number three, and he's the fucking greatest. And now the kid drafted at number nine is a DB, and he's also the greatest? <laughs> I mean, goddamn, so how many of the greatest can you have? You know, how yeah, many of the greatest? Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's I not... Know. With the hell, uh, the Browns. I'm like, don't try. To, don't you guys need a quarterback? Yeah, but you know what? I think the Browns did pretty good. They got the defense sorted up, and they got the other kid uh, from Michigan. They drafted the kid from Michigan, who plays like. So, they content, so they're content this year, not making the players once again. Well, you know what? Yeah, and didn't they just pick up some quarterback? Uh, they just signed somebody's quarterback. Oh, Not somebody worth I, a damn, though. I'm like, they gave away the top wide receiver, and they didn't have a quarterback, but I can pull up to see who who actually, who who they picked up. Yeah, they, uh, I know that Jabril, they signed, uh, Jabril was the other defensive back that they drafted, but I believe they did pick up a quarterback. Now, I don't really understand oh, Brock Chicago. Osler, Brock Osler. Oh, oh, yeah, Brock. Oh, man, that's barely an NFL quarterback. Now, <laughs> uh, I don't understand Chicago, 
moving up one spot and then giving up their number one pick next year. That one is kind of perplexing to me. Yeah, that's a little dumb. Unless you, I, I'll figure you would do that if you had a chance to win now, which I don't think uh, Chicago does. No, they. What other? What else is on that team in Chicago? Yep. So, I, so I don't know what they was thinking. And the thing is, a quarterback didn't go again to number ten. So what the hell made them think that number three, that quarterback wasn't going to be there? Yeah. You know the current quarterback is is it Mark Sanchez? Oh uh, yeah, but you know what? They have no quarterback. Another clown. <laughs> Mark Sanchez, another clown. So you know. Now what do you think of Marshawn going to the Raiders? Uh if Marshawn could be half of what he gave in uh Seattle, I think if Oakland could return the form when the quarterback come back, I think that that they could be a deadly team. Yeah, I don't see him. You know what? Marshawn is not going to hurt the Raiders. He's going to help them. He's going to give them a little attitude on offense. Now, I just don't know what Marshall got in the tank because I didn't think he was that spectacular in 15 when he went out. He missed half that season to injury. Yeah. Nobody's hit him in another year. If he – hopefully, you had almost two years off, so your body – should be fully recovered. Yeah, from whatever pain you're going through. I agree with that. It kind of sucks that you play the game and you 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 fracture something in the first game back. Now, the move that kind of uh, confused me a little bit is Peterson to the Saints. Yeah, I didn't understand that, especially with Ingram. But I guess now they have a one-two punch. Especially since Peterson is not a catching back. Uh, when I think of Breeze, you get Breeze like a Sproles or somebody like that out of the backfield that he could dump that ball off to, makes him even more deadly. But, you know, Adrian Peterson, all these years I've seen him play football, I really don't know him to be catching the ball out the backfield much. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping they still use Ingram that way and Adrian in a regular running back situation. Yeah, well, see, you know what? Doesn't uh, Ingram they, always miss one or two games every year, so it's nice to have a backup. Yeah, they also don't have to rely on because the Saints. What the Saints normally does is, is Saints always end up in a shootout. Yeah, because they're always losing. Yeah, so if you could get some points on the board by running, I guess, and not relying on a shotgun so much, maybe it'll help your offense. Yeah, and then he doesn't have to grind it outside. Think about it. Eight, if you play for the Saints, eight games you play in a weather-controlled dome. Dome. Yeah. So you're not taking that Chicago cold. And he's coming from Minnesota where it's freezing. Um, and you think about it, Minnesota, they play Green Bay, Chicago. <laughs> I mean, that's just the hell league. I mean, that's the hell division. There is one thing I like. I don't think the Saints lose anything because the money wasn't that great. But there is a, uh, what do what they call it, incentives. He has a play incentive, so that gives him a lot more money. So in my mind, it'll make him want to play harder. Yeah, and you know what? I, I, I like that. It's hard to be a football fan and not respect respect the Saints offense. That offense comes at you, man. And yeah, yeah. Peterson is never going to make anybody's offense worse. Even though 
Breeze is going to find out real fast. Damn, Adrian is all muscled and strong and everything, but that motherfucker can't block a, a marshmallow. <laughs> so he he, he going to be throwing that ball. Good thing for um, Drew. Drew's got a fast release, and he's going to need it because Peterson ain't blocking shit, man. Stay Puff could, could sack you. He just lets you run by. So he'd be like, listen, I run the ball better than anybody most of the people that's watching me right now have seen in their life. I don't knock down 300-pound guys for a living. Oh, I just got a breaking news alert. Uh, Larry Bird is stepping down as the Pacers president. Oh, after riding in the damn car, delivering that shit in the Indy car the other day. <laughs> well, then why did he bother with that? I have no idea, but uh, it just uh, just got the alert just now. You know what? That's kind of shocking. I would say that's shocking because I didn't know, uh, I didn't know that was even on the table. But I guess Stephen A. Smith should be very happy because he's been looking for a white GM to catch hell, and he keeps oh, yeah. he keeps saying Larry Bird has been getting a free pass. Well, free pass is over. Well, I guess we, this is technically the time for him to step down. If we could think about it, if your star player. It is going to leave. You know, you're going to, your team will have to go through a rebuilding stage. He probably don't want to go through that shit right now. Yeah, and you know what? That makes sense. Now, let me ask you a question. Isn't Paul obligated to steal one more year as a as a pacer? I thought Paul's contract was up. Okay, well, if his contract is up, we know he's out. Yeah. And, he's and, and, his contract has to be up because I remember Magazine Johnson saying he's going out to Paul this year. And that I think if he's still under contract, that would be illegal to say. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I had my I had my timing wrong because I'm thinking it's 18. So I guess he's a free agent now, and he he gets to sign. You know, now he just has to wait for the NBA writers to approve him as All NBA, at least third team, and he could sign for like 200 million. Yep. I like I like Paul a lot, but I'm going to tell you now one thing. He has to grow up. He has to be able to handle the media without ever throwing a, a teammate under the bus. And you can't do that shit repeatedly, man. You can't make that mistake repeatedly like he did in the playoffs. Yeah, you can't You, you can't throw your teammates under the bus. I always no. felt like he probably wasn't happy in the end anyway. Yeah, and he's like, they bring back this fucking lunatic Lance, and I got to act like I, I, I'm living with that. It, it ain't been the same since he had George Hill... You know, like George Hill had those like two good good years with him. Lance was at the top of his game, and they had the big tall guy who I don't even know where the fuck he is anymore. The center. What the hell was their center? They had a the seven foot. Center? They had a seven foot center, and I think he had ended up on the Lakers actually for a little while. Damn. Oh. It'll come to me. Yeah, Things I'm always not, I'm not do. Sure. But I think you're right. I think he does have one more year left on his contract. They said he could opt out before July 2018. Yeah, okay. And I thought I thought he, he had a little bit uh, longer on the team. But this is his way of forcing the team to actually, uh, you know, say, get rid of me for something or you're going to get rid of me for nothing. Yeah, I kind of think that's what. Uh, I, I kind of think that's what. They, well, I know they wanted. They know they lost that year. I think if your player is going to leave, and you know he's going to leave, it's time to trade him. And I think that's what. I'm not sure if LeBron had a no trade clause when he was with the Heat, but 
But if I knew he was leaving, I would have tried to get something for him. Yeah, but and that's what they got to do. See, the only difference is they got to – I don't know which one of those babies Magic gives up to get Paul because I don't know if I, I franchise all that, all those young, talented guys they have unless some of them they've given up on already. I, and think, I, just, I mean, they could trade them their pick, their draft pick. Yeah, and I just thought and of the his name. want that. Roy Hilbert. Hilbert. Oh, Roy Hilbert. Yeah, yeah. See, at that time they had Danny Granger, Roy Hilbert. Um, they had Hill, and they had uh, George, and they had a nucleus. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, they went to a, a conference championship against the Magic. I mean, um, the Heat. Yeah. Was that the, the the blow in the kiss year? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lance Stevenson. That is that, true. That was just some weird blowing in another man's ear. Yeah, and it seemed to go downhill for like three years after that for him. Well, I think there's, you know how people say Jordan stopped a lot of people from getting championships. So I think LeBron is causing that for the East. Yeah, he's, he's stopping guys from even going to the championship. I mean, what, yeah. seven years in a row now? Six in a row? Yeah. And we all would have to say he's the odds-on favorite for number seven this year. Yeah, even though I hope they lose, but man, I did. You know, I did something today that I probably shouldn't have done. I went back and listened to Kendrick Lamar's "Damn." Uh, the whole album. album. Okay. From beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Now this is my second time because I didn't want to make make a rash decision on what I thought of it. Mm-hmm. Personally, I found one song tolerable. Tolerable. And that was Element. DNA I don't give a fuck about. Humble is garbage. Uh, Loyalty is garbage. I just found it to be one bad song after the next. And I never noticed how squeaky his voice is. It's annoying to me. <laughs> he has like this squeaky little and then one song, they use the the crime. They somebody comes on as a, uh, I guess a collaborator, and he kind of using a uh, auto tune. I hate auto tune. Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't listened really to the album other than the singles, which I actually like, but I haven't really listened to the album. No, I I, I did. I said because I'm going to discuss this. I have to listen to this thing, beginning to end again, because. To Pimp a Butterfly, I didn't like that either. I I think right now it's to the point where he's reached that stratosphere where it's kind of like Kendrick said it, it's gold, shut the fuck up, and that's it. You're supposed to like it. None of this stuff sounds radio play. No, he don't, he's not, he doesn't make radio-friendly albums. That's, that's Drake's job. See, I also like, I want my, I don't need a 20-some-odd-year rapper telling my old ass how to live or what to think. So I don't listen to my music for that. I listen for my music for it to move my body, and I didn't find any of those beats body moving. That's what I don't understand. I'm like, your in-house, well, you also signed to Dr. Dre's label. You can't get a Dr. Dre beat, at least one on the album. No, I thought the beats were kind of bad, too. So, uh, you know, Dre must be really stingy with the beats. I mean, it's like he he, he passes those shits out like Hope Diamonds. I heard that Dre takes, Dre won't release 
if you if Dre produces your album and he don't think it sounds right, he wants to do it over 500 times. And they said that there's artists who just don't have the patience. So he's got shit sitting in a, in a safe somewhere. Yeah, I'm like, just give him the beat and let him do But I guess he want to be hands-on with his own beat. Some some producers probably just give you the beat, let you rap over any way you want, and call it a day. Yeah, but if, if he's treated like it's his baby, because he gave birth to it, and I yeah, understand. I think, he wants to, I think he wants to give his beat out and then mix it, make sure it sounds perfect, and then put it out. Look how long it took him to drop an album. Yeah, that's true. And I didn't, you know what? He had that one Kush song was all right, but I didn't think the rest of the album was even worth releasing. Oh, the soundtrack to Compton. I mean, straight out of Compton. I think that was it. No, not not even that one. His uh, Chronic, his that last Chronic album, Chronic Two or whatever the fuck you want to call it. So I, I really wasn't that impressed with that. But do you have anything right now that you're considering? Banging music that you could just say, you know, I co-sign this shit right now. No, I'm actually listening. I listen to singles. I haven't listened to any uh, albums in a while because uh, I like to have a mixture of music, so I just pump, punch in singles. But I was happy to see that uh, I was a huge Bone Thugs fan growing up, and I was happy to see that they had a song with the Marley Brothers, so I've been listening to that lately. Okay, you know what? I'll give that a try. Are they using their speed? Yeah, yeah, but it's not it's not the Bone Thugs in Harmony as a group. It's just two of them now, and they call themselves Bone Thugs. Oh, okay. Okay. The is that the, the skinny, dark-skin one? Yeah, the crazy Bone, which was the tall, skinny, dark-skin one, and the one that raps really fast. Okay, I will give them a try. You know what? I actually did enjoy that first album they came out with. Uh, you know, first first in a month. Terrible. and Oh, yeah, yeah that, was a, that, was, that was some good songs on that one. And um, see you on the other side, I believe it was. But I can't get with a lot of these new rappers, so I'm still listening to like '90s rappers. Like uh, Rough Riders just dropped an album called Past, Present, and Future, so I've been listening. I listened to a couple of tracks on that, but some of the guys I don't even know. Yeah, me right now, I'm actually listening to a lot of old school mixtapes of reggae okay. from. Not not today's stuff because a lot of that it's it it evolved badly just like rap did, you know. Yeah, I actually saw someone you know they, they these guys make these skit videos and post them online. So this guy made a skit video about uh, reggae songs, especially dancehall songs. He's like, you only got to say one word three times, and then say the next word, and then you got a song made already. Ten minute song. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So you know, music is a uh, I don't know, man. Music is uh, it's not at the, it's not at its peak. It's definitely not peaking. Maybe sales, money, and popularity. Because I tell you now, if Kendall, if Kendall Kardashian or Joyner, whatever the fuck her name is, if she came out with a song tomorrow, and she just and she just said some stupid shit like, L Magazine, L Magazine. Oh yeah, it'd be number one. Number one, fucking. And the video would have, uh, what would you call it? The video would have uh, 125 million YouTube plays. Yep. And I, I mean, think there was a time where Kanye West wanted her to put out a song. Oh, I mean, I can't even imagine. But it would it would blow up, and it would blow up overnight. You would look at it today, 3,000 views. You would see it tomorrow, 
33 million views. Yeah, look at the guy from Brooklyn, uh, designer, who came up with the song Panda. All he, you don't know what the fuck he said in the song. You hear him say Panda a couple of times, and that shit was like number one. I'm like, you don't have to say anything in these songs anymore. As long as you have a hot beat. And that, don't that, that and don't let go. kids don't let kids create a dance off of it. <laughs> oh yeah, if, kid, if they create a dance, it, it's a rap. And did I see? I could be mistaken. Did I see the rebirth of the Harlem Shake? Oh yeah, yeah. There's been the videos uh, now of these the, the the original Shakers shaking up shaking up again. Okay, and I, and you see the the views on that video is out of this world. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, damn, we just put the dad to sleep. We re bringing back the shake. Please. Well, my daughter came home doing the dad. I was like, where you learned that at? We Did can't bring back the shake, man. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I think those form of music, that form of music is actually uh, uh, dying out a little bit. Oh, man. But you know one thing? I say, it was a, the song that I seen. It was a happy, upbeat type thing, so I liked it. It wasn't negative. It wasn't. It, it wasn't derogatory. It wasn't uh, homophobic. It, it wasn't the misogynist. So it just looked like fun. But I was like, yeah, the damn. The song that they was doing in Harlem Shake too was the same way, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Every once in a while, it's all right to have a novelty song breakthrough, make people feel good. I'm not against that. But I yeah, just but you don't... know that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just don't want to start turning on my TV and every sitcom and, and then now Shaq and Kenny are now and, and Charles are doing the Harlem Shake again. I don't want to see all that. Do you? It was this pop song and um, Terry Crews used to sing it a lot. It, it's done over a piano. It's like, damn, I can't remember the name of the song. But Cameron just redid it and it's the weirdest shit ever because he took it's like taking the biggest pop song and then making it a hip hop song. I've never seen somebody like do that before without trying to. He didn't really like mix it up. He just used that little piano beat. Hmm. Well, I've seen some from Cameron recently, and it was him and some woman. Yeah, that's why we. It's called One Hundred Thousand Miles. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was kind of bizarre. First of all, seeing grown up Cameron, you know, not street Cameron per se. But kind of grown up camera talking about, oh, I love this woman, you yeah. know. <laughs> so I, I, I the, the, you know what? I don't mind those. I don't well, want to yeah, hear a whole album of it. as a rapper. Yeah, you know what? Some guy. You know, I just seen a picture of Snoop Dogg's new album, album, new album that he has coming out cover, and it's a picture of him back in look like before he got signed. And I'm like, uh oh, I guess, uh, I guess whatever Donald Trump said about Snoop Dogg, he's gonna try to bring back his old flow? Oh, no. Not 187 on the undercover Trump. <laughs> That's what it looked like from the picture. It looked like him. He, from the picture he took up for the album cover, I was like, oh, yeah, it looked like he's trying to go back to Gin and Juice Snoop Dogg. Oh, okay. So, I mean, goddamn, Snoop has tried it all. He's been Snoop Lion, which is a complete fail. Oh, yeah. Complete fail. The whole <laughs> time Murphy's, I'm thinking uh, that, I'm saying Eddie that. Murphy's reggae song was better. Yeah, I'm thinking the whole time this mother effer still eat pork. You know, <laughs> I, I ain't buy that Snoop Lion shit. Now, was he trying to go like Rastafarian type? Yeah, it lasted for six seconds because he already has long hair. You know, that doesn't qualify you. Now, you talk yeah. about people evolving. I guess it's a bad week for certain rappers. 
Kodiak Black and this fucking Kevin Gates, man. Well, Kevin Gates got sentenced. This yeah, did Kodak Black get sentenced too? Well, I think they're pushing it back to May 5th. But oh. he's con- he was found guilty of five things. I don't know Kodiak Black at all. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know their music. I'm not a... Now, Kevin I'm, not say I'm not a fan because I never really looked up. I mean, looked at their music. But they says Kodak Black faces up to eight years. Oh, wow. Now, so eight years, your career is done. Yeah, like, yeah, we've seen those come and go. Now, yeah. Kevin Gates, I actually like some stuff off his last album. Two Phones was not bad. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I know Two Phones. I didn't think that was too bad. I, as far as, like, commercial, I thought that was his biggest commercial success. But Man, he got a gun charge for 30 months? Shit. Yeah, but he was facing 10 years because he's a felon already. Oh, uh, He's an I mean, Illinois with a be gun. Up too, unless he got something in the, um, what do they call it, when you, unreleased material. Oh, yeah. You know, speaking of unreleased material and these guys, I remember, you had to remember when Tupac went to jail and he came out with that, with his album. What the fuck name was that, his second album? Well, was it All Eyes the one on that Me? Dead Mama on it. The one that had Dead Mama on it. That's not Tupacalypse now, no. No, it's the one that came out, Me Against the World. Yeah. And I was like, all right, he was in jail. He had enough material. They put out that album. They shot videos without him being in the video, and it was a success. I wondered something like that could happen right now. You know what? I, I, I kind of think not. And, you, and, and the only reason I say that, there's only one rapper on the planet right now who actually works every day. And that's that fucking character on Empire. No, <laughs> the rest of these motherfuckers don't have, uh, they don't have cratefuls of notepads. Well, Wheezy says he does. He says he has like two thousand notebooks of just written material. But I'm guaranteeing nine, one thousand nine hundred ninety-nine of it is garbage. Yeah, yeah. See, Park had a work ethic. That was his way of telling people to fuck themselves, telling people to do it. he when he wanted to express himself, he wrote. Yeah, he so, lived like in the studio. But that's what I'm saying. These guys, you have they have to have crates of material because I'm not even talking about the new guys, but the new guys should because the blueprint the blueprint has been laid already. So they should be looking at that blueprint print and be like, I have to be in the studio nonstop. But then think about a guy like KRS one. Where the fuck is his library of stuff that he had, that he should have had for 20 years that he could have released even as a collaborating artist? And yeah, I really haven't true. heard it. That is true, because it's 2017. I feel like Tupac still have unreleased music coming out. Sure, there's, there's somewhere a safe that that family holds complete control of that has stuff in there. I mean, this is a fact. Put it this way. They could sell his lyrics to other people if they had wanted to. True. Yep. You know, so said, the, the blueprint is out there, so someone just needs to. Because right, everyone wants to be a gangster, everyone wants to be tough. So nine times out of ten, you're probably gonna end up in jail. How can you eat while you're in jail? Just drop an album while you're in, locked up. Yeah, but you you're too busy with the ass, the strip clubs, chasing whatever the hot girl is, and the major Coachella, this, that, and the other. Because what they do is you come out with not one album, 
And you can milk an an album on a tour for a year, especially if you're big enough to go on an international tour. Yep. Because trust me, right now Drake is is doing hot, hotline bling somewhere on the planet. Oh yeah, definitely. That's what I'm saying. If you get like Kevin Gates has 30 months in jail, so in that 30 months, if you you're probably gonna be forgot about. So if you could drop an album within that while you're in prison. Maybe when you come out, you don't have to try to spark your career again because that you had a time frame while locked up. You had music out. Yeah, yeah. Ask Ja Rule. He would have done it. Oh, yeah. Ja Rule got locked up. No one heard from him. But I think when Ja Rule got locked up, his career had 50 Cent had already murdered his career. Okay. Oh, here's another one from a little bit further back. Keith Murray. Oh. There yeah, was definitely. no nothing. Definitely. And you know what? I was, I, people were killing me in my neighborhood with Keith Murray. They consider him to be such a great wordsmith. And I thought that he was good at best. <laughs> good, I mean, good at best. He was never blowing my socks off. I mean, just because right before you wrote a song, you studied a dictionary for about two or three days, and you said three words that the dumb motherfucker on the corner didn't know, you're not blowing my socks away. Yeah, I agree. You know, you can't use a word like resonate and sound like you got five college degrees. You got to have a little stronger vocabulary than that. I would say the the only person I could think of that may have a, a vote or a, a, a safe full of songs would be the I Piss On You, Captain R. Kelly. Oh, yeah. Well, see, Kelly, Kelly's got stuff that they probably told him that they don't even want to touch. <laughs> yeah, I think if something some... was to happen to God forbid, right now, he will have tons of unreleased material. He probably had some act. Like if he was from the '80s, it would have been big. He would have probably had some after dark blue, just <laughs> filthy, nasty shit. You know what, R. Kelly? If R. Kelly didn't have that incident in his life, R. Kelly would have been about as big a celebrity superstars there would have been. I mean, oh, the yeah. guy was... Pro- I mean, he for a while, he was music. Yeah, hell yeah. He wrote I Believe I Can Fly. He gave Celine Dion a hit. I like, mean, yeah. If he didn't uh, have that tape out, I mean, even though he was found innocent, but everyone's seen the tape. Tape said he was guilty as a motherfucker. <laughs> I don't think that was a... I don't think that was a, a identical twin. Yeah, yeah. His, his brother. Yeah. I never forget that interview on BET when he got uh, when they interviewed him and asked him. Oh my goodness! But you, <laughs> it's 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 sad, man. What these celebrities do to themselves. Like yesterday, I seen something and it flipped me out because I didn't remember this. American Music Awards is forty three years old. Well, yesterday he turned forty three. Michael jo- Michael Jackson actually hosted the very first one. There's a whole generation that never seen Michael Jackson act normal enough to be a host of a show. Think about it. He's got to do comedy, the opening skit. He dances, he sings. He's got to do all that shit that you see Chris Rock and Billy Crystal and people like that do. He used to do that back in the day. And then he became that, you know, other Michael Jackson. Yeah. the. Who knows what the hell that was, Jackson. I don't want to do a song today. Yeah, yeah, you know. I just want to look at the monkeys. 
9,000 fucking bodyguards sitting there with your nose on the side where your ear should be, stuff like yeah, that. that. If you look at that family, you could tell something fucked that family up. Uh, for nine, for you to have like, I think it's like nine of them, and maybe like seven of them a little out there. And you want to know something? I got to ask this question. Has there ever been a Jackson with a normal fucking hairdo? Uh, I don't know, because, I mean, I'm not going to call about the Jacksons that we never see, because I don't know what Reeby looks like. Uh, I'm not talking about the woman. Uh, about the, <laughs> oh, the Jermaine, Jermaine has, like, four... Jermaine looked like he tattooed his hair. He has, like, four different hairdos going on at once. <laughs> he has, like, waves, a, C, uh, a, a fade, a shag, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, a bouffant. He is, yeah, I, I don't really know about. It's and it's dyed, right? and, you, and you're right, it's dyed on. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. Something I said, something's wrong with the Jacksons, and they, even their nephews look a little weird. Yeah, somewhere down the line, two first cousins mixed up, and uh, but I would say the most sane people of the Jacksons right now may be Michael Jackson's kids, which may be not even his kids. See, and that says a lot. <laughs> because I don't think Janet's sane either. I think she's just. Actually, the mother too. seems sane. I would say that the mother does seem like she's she's sane, even though people are saying she's getting taken advantage of. But she's like she seems sane, something. or she seems really old. Yeah, because uh, you never really heard anything crazy about Catherine Jackson. No, well, somebody had to keep that fucking boat afloat, and it wasn't Papa Joe. Yeah, but everyone else, even the girls, they're a little crazy. Maybe except Reby. Yeah. Well, Janet now might be a billionaire, so. Yeah, she's crazy, too. 50 with a baby and instantly getting a divorce. Wow. Speaking of Janet, that they're, they're about to sue Live Nation because the fans that bought her world tour tickets, Live Nation keeps saying the show has been postponed. But how long can you say it's postponed? It's been two years. Yeah, people people have died since then. Yeah, give me back my money. If I pay for these tickets, I want my money back. It's not like you're buying a fucking stock. It's not yeah, a stock and bond. What if you bought tickets in Vegas, knowing she was going to be out there, let's say, in November, and then they say, oh, we rescheduling to November of 2020. How you know I'm going to be in Vegas at that time? <laughs> yeah, airfare, hotel. Oh, yeah, give me back my fucking money. I don't understand people like that. Matter of fact, you're already a millionaire. Give me back my money. The music now stinks that would, you know, it was hot four years ago. It's not that hot today. Yeah. Like, I have Bruno Mars tickets for October. If they canceled the show in October, I would expect them to get my money back. Yeah, and you know what? I expect you to get your money back. And I don't want to hear, oh, he's coming back in January. No. I want my money back because I wanted to go in October. Yeah, that makes sense. And see, we talk about lunatics, and I just want to touch on them, and not not much. But you can't talk about crazy and not talk about our crazy that lives oh. in Washington. This fucking oh, guy, man. First he gives what he said. First he gives this speech early this week that was just garbage. Mumbo jumbo. Mm-hmm. Then he says he's surprised that being the president of the fucking United States was such a hard job. Yeah, like you he thought Barack Obama was sitting in the office just twiddling his thumbs. I guess he said, well, if a black man could do it, I could do it. Got to be easy. He, I, I, I'm living in a cocoon. I'm on a drive. 
Do you believe that Trump was driving? Hell no. Hell no. He had Hell a motherfucking no. chauffeur. And yeah, he you didn't come downstairs and get in your car. Yeah, yeah. He's driving. He's dealing with traffic. He's taking a chance of being a billionaire and having some asshole run into him on the freeway. No. Yeah. He's sitting back there chilling like most wealthy men saying, okay, he drove when he was at Mar-a-Lago in a golf cart from his house to the backyard. That's driving. Yeah. You know what? You're, I, not, I, you're not on the FDR trying to get down to Battery Park City. No, you're not having some fucking kid from the Bronx run in front of your car on 57th Street either. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And you're not going to risk being carjacked. No, no. So so you're driving, you have security sitting in the back? Yeah, no, he's you know what? It's uh another one of those times where Trump is falsifying the truth. Yeah, I tell you, we said it before. He lives in a in they said alternative facts. He lives in an alternative universe. Yeah. And now what he tell a judge he he wants to knock out the whole ninth circuit. He wants to just. Yeah. I mean, he, this is lunaticville because you can't do that. Yeah, you write laws or you sign off on laws that's not that's unconstitutional, and they get mad when the the courts say, "Hell no, you can't do this." That's not terrific. These are very very bad people doing very very bad things. We have to get rid of this whole court system. You know. You're basically saying, you know what? It sounds like Trump, somebody promised Trump, listen, you get voted in, we can get you straight into dictatorship. And he's finding out that this country ain't going for it. We'll go for you being a comedy skit, but you're not taking over the fucking free world. And let's not forget, he put out, he he boasted on Wednesday, I'm going to put out this luxurious tax plan. My resume was longer than that tax plan. Oh, it's going to be tremendous. The greatest tax plan. It's going yeah, to like six the bullet people. <laughs> they don't know how they're going to pay for it. They don't know what's in it. I'm like, dude, he like the race. He, he, he like starts the race before the gun goes off. And then he runs out of wind before he makes the first turn. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he went to school with a helmet on. <laughs> yeah. You know, he Trump makes me say something. Okay, I'm a black man. And I didn't realize it. Sometimes you don't realize what's gone to what's gone. But I miss Obama. I miss Michelle Obama. I miss the class they brought. I miss the ability to speak fucking English in complete sentences. Yeah, it's like you don't have to agree with everything Obama did, but at least he was presidential. Oh, man, you know what? He was highly pres—he was highly presidential. I mean, yeah, you know what? I don't I've seen him with some flip flops a couple of times. I didn't oh, yeah. like that, but <laughs> I, I forget, after Trump, after six months of Trump or four months of Trump, I forgive Obama for a food pause like that. If you, you know, look at the hypocrisy that happens right now, when Obama was going on vacation golfing, there was people was complaining. Now they found out that Trump beat Obama in the past eight years in. A hundred days golfing. No one has a problem with it. But you want to know something that's crazy, man? We kind of like, I don't know. We want, I wish we could lock him up like in Florida the whole fucking term so he can't stop with so much trouble. I agree. Because I think we are going to go end up in war with North Korea, which Hawaii is going to be shitted on again. Yeah. And we're going to need, we're going to need Asia's help. Because without Asia's help, because they're out, 
they're our lifeline out there. And I, I really feel bad for sailors because they are going to catch the blunt of this. Yep. They're right on the, they're, the front line is not a front line. The front line is the fucking ocean. He did. I, I will give Trump his credit. He did say something the other day, which I heard this morning, that made sense. He said this Kim Jong-un is only 27 years old, and basically he has a lot on his shoulders. At 27, you're running a whole fucking country. Yeah. Which makes sense. At 27, you you stepped into your father's shoes, and you have your military. At, you, at 27, you're like, I don't have to listen to you. Fuck you. I got my own country. I'm going to do what I want to do. You know what? Until you just told me that, I had no fucking idea how old that guy was because between the bad hairdo and the same fucking outfit every day, you can't tell if he's 47 or 27. Yeah, I believe they say he's 27 years old. I would like to see his birth certificate. (laughs) Yeah, let's birth him. But you know what? I got to say it again, man, just to make myself feel good. I miss Obama. I miss yeah, President. Yeah, I, I got to give the man his proper due. I miss and President Obama. And then you think about it with Obama was in office. We still had issues with North Korea. But it wasn't like this. Right. Like I said, Kim Jong-un just turned 33. Okay, so he still a young 20, man. He took over at 27, and he's 33 now. But you know what? Okay. Let's do this with Trump. So we never get caught up. Much like a broken clock, it could be right twice a day. But yeah. that's not because of thing anything on its own. It just happens that the time turns to that point. You know, that's about the only time that Trump is really right about anything is if somebody asks him, hey, Donald, what time is it? Okay, well, it's 12.04 because he got a fucking watch on. But yeah. other than that, he's basically wrong about everything else. Yeah, King. Uh, I, I don't know what we're going to do for the next three years. Man, I guess the praying people will be praying. The hopeful people stay hopeful. And the and rest of right us. Right now, the rest there's no one to run against them, so it might be eight years. But you know what? He'd be like 70, 70 <laughs> fucking four years old. You think we got. Hey, Bernie, Bernie Sanders almost won, so. Oh, that's true. Damn, but I'm hoping that he gets even fatter. And What's the run- other one? John McCain looked like he was like ninety. Well, let's hope let's hope that Trump says, you know what? I'm fucking seventy four, man. I, it's not like I can live forever. Let me go golfing. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I can blah. see him saying, "Fucking, I'm not running again. I don't, I'm not. I don't want no piece of this. I don't want no parts of this anymore." Yeah, but well, you think about it. He's gonna him and his kids is gonna have fucking secret service, but he's gonna have secret service for the rest of his life. But his kids is gonna have it too for a little while. Yeah, but let's think about what he just said this week. It was the first time he actually admitted. He said, man, this shit is harder than I thought it was. And yeah, you know what did you think? So what is it going to feel like 18 months down the line? Let's yeah, not exactly. He's used to being the boss. At some point, he might just go, you know what? Fuck this shit, man. Yep. <laughs> Fuck all of y'all. I look at it as this. I'm in my profession. And then I say, you know what? Someone will be a fucking hedge funder. It looks like an easy job. <laughs> and I, I want to see how many people invest their money with me. Yeah. So he he when he's starting to come to the realization that this is not an easy job. Maybe, I mean, and think about it, it's only the first one hundred days. Like yeah. I said, let's give him to two fifty when 
that bouffant that he's wearing starts fucking falling out in chunks. Yeah, because we see every president age. They presidents don't age really well. No, and imagine when you're already old. Yep. He's already old. It's not like this guy's in his fifties or six. This motherfucker's in. He's seventy. I mean, you know, I wish people all longevity. But I, I will say this too: in four years, three years, let's say three years from now, I don't want to see Hillary Clinton running for shit. No, the only thing she could run for is maybe mayor of New York. I don't want her in no form of presidential elections anymore. We are done with her. I think the country, in a way, even though she won the popular vote, but she didn't blow them out of the water like she's supposed to and not even make this an issue. I think the country basically said too many of them, we don't want you, Hillary. Yeah, you don't know. How to... I could see Donald Trump's daughter eventually running later on. But or that, uh, the I don't other think son. he's as dumb as Trump. No, I, oh, I hate that guy. Uh, I could, he, not the one that looked like the from he come from the Monsters TV show. No, 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 not not him. Uh, the other one is an asshole too, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, they all assholes. Uh, see, but the thing is, this country still has a bit of racism. Her oh, husband okay. is a her husband is Jewish. How yeah. close do we really want a Jewish guy to the presidency? And that's the whole answer. Do they want a Jewish guy that close? Because her husband, Kirshner, is Jewish. Yeah, yeah. And Which I don't understand because he's Jewish. And if I'm not mistaken, he was a registered Democrat. And she was a registered Democrat. But they go along with everything uh, Orange Face says. You know what it is? <laughs> Orange Face. Orange Face is setting him up to try to rob the whole fucking storehouse. So, I mean, because I heard this guy's now all of a sudden worth like $40 million, like overnight. Yeah, you're making money off the presidency for your family. Overnight. So that's all he's doing. He's setting up shit. He's setting up his future generations. He's like the king that's robbing the storehouse. So Yeah, I remember when these people were saying that Obama was just a community organizer before he came president. So they just shit on his senator. He was he was just a community organizer. So being a real estate agent gives you enough cred to be president of the United States. Yeah, which is weird. He's not a lawyer. I don't I don't think for a second that this guy's got if he graduated with honors it's because his father paid them fucking professors off. No oh, yeah. he, he probably graduated from Trump University. Does anything about Donald Trump say brilliant? No. As far as licensing your name, that's probably it. Yeah, I mean, but when you cannot hold uh, adult conversation and make it intelligible without using the words tremendous, greatest, those are – what grown-ass man says those are super bad people? What is it, a fucking Marvel comic book? Or the word bigly. Yeah, I mean, so this is the greatest, greatest, greatest. I think he went in the thesaurus and looked for synonyms for uh, great and tremendous, and that's his whole vocabulary. Yeah, he should be, you know what? I mean, it's, it's just not funny, but he should actually be, when he comes out of office, maybe 10 years down the line, maybe even your children or grandchildren could write this. He should become a character, a villain, 
in future Marvel DC Comics. <laughs> the supervillain. We can't write it now because it looks crazy. But, you know, like, you know, there was this once this orange man who, uh, evil orange racist man. He liked to grab women by the pussies and he hated people who of Hispanic races. Yeah, that's how he's going to be featured in the his, history books. I had a job out yesterday, yesterday, and one of the attorneys wore a T-shirt that said "bad hombre" or "bad hombres." Remember when Donald Trump used that term? Yeah. How do you come to work? Hold on. Now, where was this at? The gym? We had no. We had an outing at work at at the bowling alley, and one of the attorneys took off his his button-down shirt and had a T-shirt underneath. He had "bad hombres," and I'm like. Yo, it's fucking Spanish people that we work with Spanish people. The partner, a partner, a partner in the firm. He was a partner. A yep. Well, then that's not that. I mean, he has partners. His partner should be pulling his collar. Yeah, he. he that, that, that Real was, talk. That was some insensitive stuff. Because suppose it was a Jewish thing. Um, yeah. If I would have that says something about bad Jews. Or bad I'm um, pretty sure I would have got pulled in HR today. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That's that. You know what? That one is a kind of a downer. Yeah. And and we're talking about a highly intent, a highly educated person who knows between rights and wrongs, and he knows a term like that is offensive. Yeah, but uh, that's what I said. Being that we was on the topic of Trump, he I felt like he brings out this stuff in people. Makes it feel like it's all right. Yeah, but you should wear that on your own time, not 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 uh, no work event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when you're in your backyard or your local neighborhood doing what you're doing, not matter of fact, there's certain things that we all keep private from our coworkers. Yep. Our, all of our normal lives don't blend into our professional lives. And that's one of the things that should never have happened. Well, damn, man, that's enlightening. And it's all, there's, there's millions of those. Well, Nick, man, it's been it's been real, brother. Let's wrap yeah. this one up. As always, folks, you can hit us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our, most importantly, our YouTube page at Netboy Doc. Subscribe, like, 